Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Where will each chapter take you? June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. After a stressful take on the valley, there's nothing more relaxing than playing a round of June's Journey. I take in all the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. So can you crack the case? June needs your help, detective. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, you guys? Holy shite. Welcome back to our new segment called It All Happened, Vanderpump Rules Edition. We are here to recap last night's insane episode of VPR. You asked for it, we're giving it to you. I have Luke, though. It's me this week. This is your second episode of Vanderpump you've ever seen, correct? In its entirety, yes. Yeah. Yep. Oh, boy. How did you feel overall? Uh, obviously, I have some reactions. Yeah. Uh, so let's just get, let's just jump into yeah, it, okay? Yeah, let's dive in. Oh my gosh, you guys. Okay, so we open up. They're kind of just showing everyone at their places. There's drinking, blah, blah, blah. Boring. Then Lala comes over to Katie's apartment and they sort of recap Lala's birthday party. Katie shows up to Lala's birthday with Satchel. How funny is that, babe? Do you remember when they were like seeing each other over the summer? The 25-year-old? Yeah. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Because you knew that in real life. Right. Yeah, you went to a bar with her. I never met Satchel. Oh, okay. But Katie told us about him. Yes, I remember. Yeah, it's wild. Katie and I live in the same building. Then there's a bunch of like more Raquel mistress talk. I mean, as you guys saw, like this whole fucking episode is just uncanny. I I think I said that last week too, but it's just like, it is so bizarre to me because I know that these are not edited later, which something you asked me, Luke, right? Yeah, because uh, with the lens everyone's watching it with now, it's like, whoa, wait a sec. Is this like set up leading into this or Yeah, from what I've heard from my friends, the cast members and the producers that I used to work with, like they did not go back and re-edit these. This is like literally how it was happening. So holy shit. They bring up the Abbey, the 1 a.m., little rendezvous that Sandoval and Raquel had, which will be the theme throughout this entire episode. 
And they basically say, you know, that Raquel admits she can't control herself when she's drunk. But at this point, you know, the whole world, we're watching this knowing she's been fucking Tom this whole time. (sighs) Yeah. Next, we see Tom and Tom. They're at a food truck. Shout out to Yeasty Boys, which is one of my favorite food trucks in L.A. They have great bagels. (laughs) It's so good. I've had the one in Venice. But this conversation that Tom and Tom are having is just fucking wild. It is absolutely wild because we also now know in real real time that Schwartz at this point did not know about Sandoval and Raquel. Yet he says, I think she might have a crush on someone else. Right. Yeah, that definitely took me back. What funny reaction I had. I'm sure it's different than everyone else, but this is from my perspective. When Tom, Which we want to know. Yeah, and Schwartz was like, man, we should have done a food truck. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) My gut reaction was like, yeah, you you probably should have. You literally said that out loud. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man! Oh, it's so good. Oh, but boy. that whole conversation—it just feels like there are so many conversations that it almost feels staged. Knowing that it's not is weird. Yeah, because all the Easter eggs. Yeah, it's right. It's right there in front of you. But holy shit! And they sort of discuss about uh, Sandoval's appointment going to the reproductive center to fertilize Ariana's eggs. And honestly, the only thing—my only take out of this is. Sandoval's ego is out of control. That was my entire take of that scene. Uh, yeah, I was just trying to be funny. I, I giggled at his comment. I'm here, here for my jizz test. All right. Yeah, that was funny. Fair. So then we go to Allie's apartment. And I just want to shout out to Allie for being so truthful and so honest and having such a backbone. And my only take on this scene is that Raquel used James to get on the show the same way James used me to get on the show and that's why james is mad so period yeah i don't know if that's who he really is or if he's just overperforming. Hmm, he's a psycho okay All so right, then I'll take your word for it. next we go because you know the beach the beach is what we're really getting to guys but we're just kind of going frame by frame right now so then katie and ariana they show us there's something about her sandwich shop on robertson they have the least space i'm very excited as i've said before for them and you know you guys keep buying the something about her merch and we'll get that shop up and running anytime now but it hurt me a lot to see when lisa came in to see how much ariana had raquel's back knowing what we know now yeah yeah i yeah i don't have right? words for it i know yeah and katie called like a famous katie line you don't know in vanderpump rules is i call it like i see it and she calls her a hoe i was like what's up girl <laughs> You know, to say that in front of Lisa and then to not back down, right. I love. This might not be a popular comment, but you know what? This is my fucking podcast, our podcast. And when Lisa said, I don't like to judge anybody, just bewildered me. I've never felt more judged by anyone in my entire life, including the trolls on Instagram, than I have by Lisa Vanderpump. I have personally been victimized by Lisa Vanderpump. <laughs> so I thought that that was just a bullshit thing for show. That's my opinion. That's what you're here to listen to, whether you like it or not. So next, we have Tom and Tom and the jizz results. Right. Which you thought was cackly funny because you're a dude, and that's why we have your opinion. I just thought it was so showy and so typical of Sandoval to make dumb jokes to make himself feel cool. And then what really gutted me in this was the fact that they were FaceTiming with Ariana when she went back because of her grandmother passing away. And the whole time he's banging Raquel when Charlotte her dog of 
a trillion years died. He was banging Raquel. Now she's out of town and visiting her family because her grandmother passed away. And how I cried. I literally cried when she had her little interview moment. And Tom's still banging Raquel. And then even like hangs up with her on the FaceTime and says, love you, Dumplin. I wanted to throw my fucking computer across the room. I get the reaction. Do you have any, do you have any thoughts? <laughs> uh, it's hard for me. The kind of guy I am to wrap my head around being so committed to a lie like that. Mm -hmm. You know, I guess he's used to performing and putting on a face and acting. And they say all actors, you know, it, it's lying as being the, you know, being your best liar. I'm a shitty liar, but I think a good actor. But I did have to, you know, I have to call myself out on here, even though this is some, a world you don't know. Yes, everyone. It was like literally over 10 years ago, more than that, like 12 years ago, I committed to a lie and it was awful and it ate away at me every day on this show. But the fact that Santa has just been doing this for like at this point like I feel like his whole life like it's fucking wild to me but the one funny part of this I will say there was like a little comic relief for me was when the doctor said um in order to make your sperm what is it like the shape or something morphology yeah, yeah. and it was yeah you should not be drinking doing drugs or wearing tight clothing <laughs> <laughs> he looks down aka yeah. Sandoval's fucked because <laughs> those <laughs> things he'll never give up yeah, well, he doesn't seem like he wants... Well, I don't know. He's yeah. not, he won't be having kids with Ariana, so... He's just the best liar I've ever known. Then we go to uh, Ali and Sheena, and they are at this bar that has skee-ball, which I need to know where the hell that is because I love skee-ball. And Ali makes a comment about when you break up with someone in her life and the way her life has always been, like you break up with them, you never see them again, you don't speak to them again. But in this group, everyone are exes. Yep, and I... <laughs> feel Ali so much on that. No, you like, do. The way the real world world works is not how it works on Vanderpump. Right. Yeah. It is. It's yeah. It's it's exactly true. And I think that's why I've always said it's like Vanderpump is like the Fleetwood Mac of reality television. Yeah. Everyone's been inside. They everyone fuck, else. They fight, and right. they're still family at the end of the day. It's Which weird. Is kind of restaurant life. I know they don't right? really incorporate the restaurant much, but I've worked in restaurants. But we said this on like our our first or second podcast. We kind of talked about your that you would date people you worked with, date in or sleep marks. with. Yeah. So it does kind of make sense to you then. Uh, yeah, except the restaurant's kind of removed and they just kind of keep that aspect. That's an excellent point, actually. These people are not actually working together. Well, they are. Well, for I mean, who really works there? No, they're not working together on Sir. They're working together oh, on the show. Touche. They show up to be around each other and party and do these things. But it all started because we all actually did work at a restaurant. Yeah. It just absolutely. isn't that way anymore. So there's no reason for them to still be fucking each other is my point, I guess. Yeah. Unless it's true love. Oh God. Um, so then, yeah, they, again, that, you know, the Abby at the 1am comes up one more time and I just, what I literally wrote down was poor Sheena. She's so naive. She really wants to believe like. Sandoval that wouldn't do this that. Just what, yeah. Right. This just wouldn't happen under her nose. Like she would know. Like right. she's fucking sweet Sheena Bean. God damn it. It really hurt my feelings. The whole Abby thing. I, I just have to say. Yeah. How do you feel in general? Like just knowing this, right? So knowing this. So with our relationship or with any relationship, mm -hmm. if I'm dating someone seriously, I think it would be say re reverse. So say we're together, right? Uh -huh. Living together, 
doing our thing and a guy in there in our group has kind of been sleeping around or been hooking up with people that are taken if you're at a bar by yourself with him a late night that's not cool right that's not gonna sit that's well not it's not cool and vice versa so what if it were vice versa like if Same. i were not, at home and you're you know there's like a little hoe in our group you don't put yourself let's say in a like situation. raquel you know like would you go dancing with raquel at 1am at the abbey no that's exactly. a situation you intentionally avoid if you intend to be loyal to your person right if you, you have avoid a significant that other right. right and then we you and i discussed while we were watching the episode that like sheena said oh well i would go dancing with tom sandoval at 1 a.m but that's far different because sheena's married totally. and ariana's her best friend yep. and she's very close to tom at this point so like that would make sense and and i compared it to what i said to luke while we were watching was like when Tom and Katie were married, I would hang out with Schwartz late night at a bar because it's my best friend's husband. Right. And it's no problem different. Raquel has not been in this. I don't care how long she's with James. She's not us. She's not part of our history. And she's now proven over this season, a.k.a. last summer, that she is fucking up a lot. So like she's very untrustworthy at this point. Right. So then dum, 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 we get to the beach day. What a hot fucking mess. Whew. What a hot mess express. I like don't even know where to start, where to end. I don't even know. But Schwartz meeting Satchel was awkward as hell. It made me feel uncomfortable. It is what it is. It's Vanderpump rules, right? And then Sheena and Sandoval go have that conversation. Sandoval is psychotically lying through his teeth. And I swear to God, Katie is a psychic. She's just a psychic. I mean, I know Kate, you don't even know, because I told you I want Katie to do your uh, like tarot card readings and stuff before. Yeah, we haven't done she's, that yet. Yeah, she's very intuitive, but now I believe she's a full-blown medium. <laughs> <laughs> Witches of WeHo. Like she, shout out to Witches of WeHo Wine. You can buy it at knockingpoint.com. But literally, she just calls it, like she knows, she knows in her gut that Rachel is fucking bad news and there's something going on, you know? And then Schwartz puts his foot in his mouth. Mm-hmm. talking to James, which admittedly... How do you I, feel about that? I put my foot in my mouth plenty of times, make bad jokes at the wrong time, and you backtrack, mm-hmm. but that does not justify the way James reacted. Are you like, are you fucking kidding me? If someone did that, I don't understand why Schwartz went back to him again to apologize later on. It's like... <sighs> DJ, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, you throw a drink in my face and you do that and you come and threaten me and like... Fuck you. No, Sorry. it was really weird, right? I'm, so number one, James I'm not going to come a, back and keep apologizing. But right. So James is a psycho, number one, and we all got to see it. Poor Allie. But yes, I agree with you, Luke, because then Schwartz apologizes, right? Then James doubles down and basically keeps yelling at him. I'm sorry. James keeps yelling at him, but then Schwartz doubles down, though, and then all of a sudden, like, does a switch. And Schwartz is like, if you say that to me, you know, if you come and throw a drink at me one more time, like, I'm going to have you in a fucking headlock blah 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 but then we cut to like they're at the bar by the beach and Schwartz is like apologizing again right so like you're apologizing then you're gonna put James in a headlock and now you're apologizing again like fucking move on who cares yeah well James wouldn't let it go because um, James is a psychotic demon I literally hope that Allie like knows what she's getting into because all I could feel from the beach scene specifically was just PTSD. So, okay. They go to the bar, right? Right. Now we're at the bar and I'm just going to double down myself and say that I think that James and Allie will not last. And I feel that way because Allie does have a backbone and she's smart and she calls him out on his shit. She seems real too. Right. And that's how I 
was and am. And Raquel was like a robot pageant queen who just let James get away with anything. And that's why they lasted as long as they did. So I think Allie and James will not last. I hope they don't because she deserves better. And the, then, then Lala ahead. comes to James's defense when Schwartz and them are still going at it, which you go ahead and elaborate on. That surprised me for a second until she brought up Randall and the pickleball thing. Right. And so then I was like, oh, okay. So for her, I it was about it. something else. Correct. It was like, this is a chance to go at Schwartz as much as it was like, I'm standing up for James. Yeah. I think it was more like in Lala's soul, like such a soft, shitty spot for her still. Because when she and the Roach broke up, when all of the horrible things went down a year plus ago, right? We had like a family meeting at Sheena's apartment in Hollywood on the rooftop, which I think Lala has discussed multiple times on her podcast. And Lala said very clearly through sobbing tears, I'm drawing a line in the sand. You're on his side or you're with me. There is no difference. I have a custody battle over my daughter. It was much more than just like a fucking breakup. And so I think that is so deep rooted for Lala that I I agree with you that it was not about James and Schwartz. It was about how she felt about Schwartz. Right. And Schwartz did something that felt similar to what she what he did essentially to her. Right. And she's like, okay, yeah, you're fucking wrong, Schwartz. Exactly. That's what it was. She was triggered. She was triggered. Right. I don't, it didn't, certainly didn't sound like she felt very strongly about that exact situation. Correct. She was triggered. That that did like confuse me. I was like, what the hell is she sticking up for James? What? Yeah. But then we both kind of got it. Like it clicked. So makes sense. I totally agree with you. Oh my God. And then I wrote down like where Lala said to Raquel, Rachel, she's like, you are not a homewrecker. Like, you're not a homewrecker. <laughs> Just knowing what we know now, who knew that Raquel could be such a good fucking liar? Like, she has no emotion. Sandoval starts getting, like, shaky and tweaky when he's lying. You can kind of tell, but he sticks to it. Where she, Rachel just has, like, no emotion. Yeah, I'm starting to notice the body language. I'm pretty, you are, with Sandoval? Yeah, I'm pretty intuitive on... You are. Yeah. You call shit out real fast. It's <laughs> wild. People usually don't believe me when I call it out. I, be- I believe you. And then my last note on this pretty much is just Tom Sandoval and using the word accountability. And I've heard this word out of his mouth for like fucking 15 years. And it's just like, you are literally the poster child for not taking accountability. So fuck off. (laughs) I can't. Yeah. Right. I I mean, based on some interviews, it doesn't seem like he thinks that anything's his fault as far as the affair goes. Right. So yeah, accountability, him calling someone else on that seems pretty hypocritical. Yeah. Yeah. Just, it's just, I don't have words. I don't have words. I feel like I'm re like watching my past at certain times, but I'm still absolutely shocked that he did this to Ariana and I am like going to be crying yet drooling over waiting for the finale to to happen in a couple of weeks. It's funny how Lala brings up your situation multiple times, Mm, brings up, she's like, you know, this sounds like this is what he was doing when he was dating Kristen and sleeping with Ariana. Right. Lala's intuitive too. She's very intuitive. You're absolutely right. And I would like to make this very clear, you guys, that like, I've said this on Instagram, but if you only listen to the podcast, I just want to like kind of regurgitate this, that you cannot compare the relationship that I have with Tom Sandoval to the relationship that he has with Ariana. Okay. We were a lot younger. We were broke. We were dumb. We both cheated on each other. 
this is just a very different scenario. And that is why I am allowed to fucking make these claims and make these comments because I went through it and I firmly stand Ariana. I back her completely. And that is why I'm allowed to say this all sounds and looks so familiar. Someone on Instagram, maybe I'll post it this week, but someone like did a, like a duet sort of thing on TikTok, like that kind of jam where it's like, Tom says one thing to me and then like says it to Ariana. And it, it is, it's just, it's, it's, bleh. I don't have words. Yeah. I mean, he's shown who he is. I don't what think a piece of shit. I still don't think he'll have any trouble getting girls, but no temporary ones, but yeah. he's never going to have a loving, long lasting relationship because he's in love with himself. And I don't not talk about self love, baby. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about thinking he's like Ego. the best thing on the face of the planet. Ego. Yep. So holy shit. What a fucking episode. And next week's going to be wild. And then I think the finale comes up pretty soon after that. So stay tuned, y'all stay tuned. We're here every week, but make sure you obviously tune in on Wednesdays to our awesome sex love podcast. And then we're here on Thursdays for the VPR recap. And Luke, thank you for watching Vanderpump Rules. Hey, I'm here for it. I mean, not really. You're not. I mean, I am. I'm doing it, aren't I? (laughs) You are. I'm very, I'm very grateful and proud of you. All right, y'all. We'll see you next week. Make sure to follow us on social media. You can follow me on all platforms at Kristen Doty and follow Luke on Instagram at Luke double underscore Broderick. Be sure to click the subscribe button so you can stay up to date with new episodes every single Wednesday. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.